Today, we have a unique person joining us on the World Skills Champions Trust podcast. He comes from a vocational education background and has a fine art or a key eye for captioning magical moments through the lens of his camera. He has been the official photographer of World Skills since 2008 and he was one of the main responsibles for capturing the emotion of World Skills competitors from their days of work to their glory at the stage. Please welcome Brian Bookstrucker. So, Brian, tell me, how, how did you become involved in World Skills? So, I had an interview. I thought it was, uh, I thought the interview was about covering Calgary because that would have been, I live in the city, that's what I thought I was there for. Mm. And then uh, she's like, well, what are you doing? And I think it was the turnaround was super short. So she's like, what are you doing in two weeks? I'm like, I still didn't grasp that they were talking about an event that was happening in such a short time. So, yeah, the next thing I knew, I was in Vienna, and uh, I think I went straight from the airplane to one of these meetings that they have, and it was, yeah, from there, it was pretty, like, the super roller coaster, man, amazing competitors. I always, mm. I always love, like, the GA thing, because you meet the best of the best, yeah. like, like you guys, you did the champion thing, so it was Thank always, you. like, the, yeah. Anywhere else, you always hear about, oh, the youth, they're not gonna, like, everyone's concerned about... That youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're underachiever or whatever, but here you, you're in a room yeah. with the best. So it's a very different experience. I, I even saw that at the, at the first time in um, Niagara. That was my first GA. The champions form, and then you had all the, all the delegates, they were all out there, and they're all doing voting and stuff like that. And then you had all, when all the champions form got up on the stage, and it was just like, wow. It was just, man, it was special, like. The, yeah. I, I, the GA is as good as the actual yeah, World Skills competition, and there's so much stuff that comes out of it. Yeah, yeah. and get involved like with other champions. I remember my, well, my first and only GA, because I couldn't be to Canada. Well, my first GA was in uh, Lucerne, and it was so nice to get involved in World Skills again, you know, having a lot of different uh, competitors like from different areas, different countries, different cultures. When you gather with them and you know you have like something in common and you really feel like they have been through what you have been through and that made me like okay i gotta be involved in world skills again i miss it so much mm. it was like just amazing and yes a lot of really professional and good young people was amazing it was just great mm. so brian you you got involved in 2008 and Calgary was in 2009. Yeah, that was then, the first competition. Yeah. Then you had London, Leipzig, Sao Paulo, That's and now you have Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So you've been to all these countries. That's right. Which country was the best for your experience as a photographer? Um, first off, it's always amazing to travel to all these different countries. I always find that you get your best education traveling the world. You, different people, different cultures. Mm -hmm. um, Right away, I'll say all of them are great in different ways, but uh, Germany was great. My parents were from Germany, so I could understand um, just getting around. Like, it's always, if you can understand the language of mm -hmm. the host or whatever, as a photographer, you're trying to get past a security guard. If you can actually explain it in the native language, <laughs> that's great. That makes my job easier or just explaining. So on that aspect, I would say Leipzig was... A little easier to get around versus my Portuguese not great in Brazil <laughs> or you know just trying yeah. to it, it just makes things challenging but um, overall always a great experience no matter what country it is so 
And you never competed in World Series, did you? No, I never. I back in Canada, I worked for the skills organization, so I knew about like the province and the national aspect, but I had no idea that it went past that. I had no mm. idea that there was a World Skills. I knew there was a Canada Skills and the Alberta Skills, but it kind of blew my mind when I heard that there was a international level. So. Uh, you you never actually competed. You never competed on your, in your nationals or anything like that either, did you know? No, I had nothing. So if you could compete, so you've been to a few competitions. You photographed many many competitors and many skills. What skill do you reckon you would be able to compete in? Well, you could compete in any skill, but what skill do you reckon that you'd love to do? And um, graphic design. Well, I, <laughs> honestly, probably graphic design. I, I, I do like the, I do like the creative process and it, it, it's really it's kind of in the same family like you're it, it's got that art feel to it but um unlike what i heard today from jane saying that she's handy she would be building things i'm mm -hmm. not that handy so <laughs> so i would definitely more go towards the graphic design aspect just because i i love the process and the, um, i can always identify when something looks good but i'm not always sure how to get there so yeah. We should introduce photography inside it, maybe. Yeah. I, I've seen it on a couple of different levels, like in um, the more national levels. I've, I've seen that, whether it's a dem demonstration mm. thing or not, but I've seen it. I, I would imagine it's pretty hard to judge or... Yeah, it's really subjective. Yeah, very subjective. So is like graphic design. There's uh, not really easy to mark sometimes. Yeah, it would be a tough thing to... Yeah. And, uh, Brian, how, how do you feel like about words? Because so you said you were not a competitor. I don't know if you knew about skills competitions before, but like, how how do you feel this organization? Like, what uh, about our mission? About how about the role that it plays in uh, world society? Um, I th I think it's an amazing uh, organization. Um, it, it it changes the way people think. Ultimately, like, so often you hear whether it's parents or teachers, uh, discounting that skills isn't uh, a promising career or a future. And they're totally turning that upside down and making it actually equally, if not better, than you know, a university journey or that kind of thing. So I'm all for that. I think, that's, I think that opens up a super opportunity towards kids or students or whatever that that university isn't the option, and this gives them another uh, optimistic future. Yeah. Yeah, so. I attended a conference, uh, a MENA conference with the British Council in Jordan at the end of November, and I, I was asked a question similar to that. It was like, where would you be if you didn't compete? And I, what I said was, like, I, or if I'd done a degree. So if I went and had done a degree, I wouldn't be where I am today. But I wouldn't be here with world skills. I probably wouldn't know about world skills. And there's many different ways of like becoming successful. Everyone thinks you need a degree to be successful, but you don't. Now for me, I went national skills, world skills, now I'm here, I'm a volunteer on the Champions Trust, and I'm living in the UAE, and I'm, a, um, I'm working for a global industry partner of, of world skills. Everyone says, oh, if you don't get a degree, you're not gonna do great in life, but there's just so many different ways that you can do good in life. I remember I said it, they were asked, they, whatever way they asked me a question in, at, the, at the, this conference, I was like, you're asking me the wrong question. Turn it around and it's like, 
where would I be if I did a degree? If I, have a, if I had a degree and I didn't go vocational education, I'd, prob- I'd most likely be still living in my home country. Wouldn't be after traveling, I've been living here four years now, and I wouldn't be able to travel the Middle East. I've been to nearly every country around um, the UAE, and I wouldn't have got that if I was like, I wanted to be an accountant years ago. If, wow. I, if, I became, if I became that, though, I wouldn't be here, you know what I mean? Yes. So people, sometimes the question they ask you is not the right question. You need to say, but what if I didn't do it, you know? Not only that, like, oh, it's because they're essential in the world. You know, you need people to do things. Mm. It's not, of course, we, we, have, we need to give a great value to all the people that go to university and they are part of our society, our lawyers, doctors, everything, mm-hmm. every businessmen. But it's not only about that. You need people to do things, to make things happen also for us. And uh, I think world skills really help us, helps us uh, with the quality, improving the quality mm-hmm. of the things that we have. So yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's more. I think they're the ultimate message is that it's a balance instead of this or that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's not it. that. It's that both are relevant and both are needed. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's great. Like just it totally changes. Mm-hmm. The perception, which is the ultimate goal. So. so, how long do you see yourself staying involved with WordSkills? You've been involved now. We're coming up on your tenth year anniversary. Yeah. So, will you be? Will you stay involved for ten more years? Yeah. I'll stay as long as they uh, they have me back. It's it's been amazing. I always feel like it's uh, it's almost like a summer camp feel. Uh, the people are great. Um, it's always nice to work with people that are at the best, the top of their game. So it it really. It's very inspiring, actually, and I, I love being here, and I, I get to observe, and it's, yeah, I, I love every minute of it, so it's definitely catching, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan, as a photographer, you must have shoot a lot of stuff around world skills, about the competition. Is there any, like, secret or something that you have seen that cannot be said and you're going to reveal to us in this podcast today? <laughs> um... Yeah, no, if I, I can't give away all the secrets, but um, no, it's, honestly, overall, I'm like, I'm super happy to be a part of it, and um, yeah, it's... Uh, okay, I wasn't expecting, <laughs> I, I was expecting like, oh, yeah. that's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast, Thank it's been amazing. It's always good to speak with someone that's passionate about world skills as we are. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, Just in addition, uh, I'd like to invite you guys to have a look in World Skills Flickr. There you can have a look at his work and uh, some amazing shoots that he and other photographers had during World Skills events. Thank you for tuning in to the World Skills Champions Trust podcast. The World Skills Champions Trust was established in 2014 to help bridge the gap between champions and world skills. The Champions Trust consists of nine world skills champions who competed at world skills at one of the past three competitions. The nine representatives come from different countries and skill areas spanning the globe to represent all world skills member countries. Tune in next time for more on what the Champions Trust has been up to and how you might be able to get involved.